up our Bibles to Mark chapter 11. Praise God. Are you ready to receive the word? I know I am. You know, every time you get into the word, you know, we don't ever think you know everything. You know, because you may think you know a lot and then you read and you're like, there's always more to learn, right? If you're a parent, there's always more to learn. If you're married, there's always more to learn. If you have your own business or you're an employee or whatever, you know, there's always more to learn. It's the same spiritually. There's always more to learn. So don't ever get complacent or think, oh, I've already heard this before. You want to always keep your heart open because there's always more to learn. Amen. And when you learn and you hear the word, your faith grows. So I believe tonight as we're talking, um, as I'm ministering, that your faith is going to grow in this area because you're going to hear the word and faith comes by hearing. So when you hear the word, that means now you're going to have faith for this. Amen. Amen. Mark 11, verse 22 says, Jesus answer, answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. Some versions say, have the faith of God, have faith from God. But Jesus is saying, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses or your sins. Amen. This is what we're going to talk about tonight, and I'm excited about it. Praise God. Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you, Father. We come tonight with a soft, receptive hearts, ears to hear. I thank you for the plan of God for this service. It comes to pass. Lord, we're so grateful for all that you've done. We thank you for utterances coming through my mouth tonight. Speak through my mouth. I thank you that I, I think the thoughts of God and that your will be done here in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to kind of go through this. Um, verse uh, 23, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Who's a whosoever? Are. You are. I am. Whosoever. Or you could say in our modern vernacular, whoever. Whoever says to this mountain. How many of you know there's mountains that you're going to face in life? There's, there's things that are going to come up. It could be... Uh, illness. It could be uh, you need money. It could be you need a job. It could be you need restoration. Whatever, whatever comes your way. Jesus is giving us an answer here. He says, have faith in God. And then he says, whoever says to this mountain, a mountain is an issue, a problem, something that's in your way, and it's blocking what God has for you. Amen. It's, you know, when you become a Christian... Um, you know, I always say it's not like rainbows and unicorns, right? Um, but now you have answers. You're going to face maybe some of the same things the world may. In the word, a lot of times you'll bypass those things because you're a doer of the word and you're under the blessing of the Lord. But there are still times when something will rise up and it'll be a uh, something that's blocking the plan of God from coming to pass in your life, right? And so Jesus is saying when that thing gets in your way, that, that mountain that's blocking the plan of God, 
you need to say to it, you need to say to it. He didn't say that God's going to speak to it. He said, whoever will say. He didn't say just my disciples when they speak, you know, just the apostles, just the prophets, just Father God. He said, whoever, so that's us, shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He'll have whatever he says. If you go and underline all the places where it says, say, saith, says, I believe it's like, you know, five times. I don't have them all underlined in this Bible, but there's a lot of saying we're supposed to be doing. When a mountain comes, like Pastor Marcus ministered on Sunday, when that giant shows up, you got to hit it full force. Run towards that giant. Run towards it with your mouth wide open. You're saying something. When When poverty comes, when lack comes and tries to show its ugly face, when symptoms come, illness comes, you run at that with your mouth open and say, no, you don't, devil. By his stripes I am healed. I command that mountain of sickness to go. You've got to speak to it. Who said this? Who said this? Jesus, red letters, if you have a red letter edition. They're the greatest Bibles to get, one with red letters. You can see the red letters. Can you see it? Then you always know when Jesus is talking. You want to know what Jesus is saying. And he said, when that mountain shows up, you better say something. That's what he's saying. You have to say something. He didn't say, I'm going to say it for you. Mm-hmm. So you go to God and say, God, I need you to move this mountain. He said, no, no, no. I said, you move it. I said, you open your mouth. You say something. And whoever, you don't have to be some special person. I think we're all special. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're all his favorites. <laughs> whoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed, right? And then verse 24, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, or when you say, because praying is just saying. Praying is just saying. You're talking to God. That's right, Miss Loretta. You're just talking to the Lord. When you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. When you pray, you believe that you receive your answer. When you say, when you pray, you believe you receive the answer at the time you pray or the time you say. When we are talking to that mountain and telling it to be removed, and then we're calling for what we need to replace it. We're calling for the healing. We're calling for the the finances. We're calling for the jobs. You're calling in the house. You're calling in wisdom. You are calling in what needs to replace that mountain, right? You're calling it in. And Jesus said here, when you, uh, when you ask, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have it. You believe you receive it when you pray, not when you get it. I'm going to say that again. You believe, this is Jesus talking now. You believe you receive it when you pray, not when you can see it. Not when you can see it. I'm not waiting on some manifestation to show up. I believe I receive it now. If I have my healing, I believe I receive it now. Faith is now. I'm the healed now. 
I believe I receive it. Now, he said, when you pray, you believe you receive it, and then you'll have it. He didn't say, when you get it, then you believe you receive it. That's not what he said. Is that what he said? He didn't say, when it shows up and your body starts acting like it's supposed to, then you believe it. He didn't say, when the finances come in. He didn't say, when the job shows up, then you believe you have it. No, because then you don't need to believe it because you already have it. Right? You don't need to believe you have something if you already have it. Right? I'm not going to, if I'm praying and I'm believing God for a job, I pray, Lord, I thank you for this job. I need a job. There's a time Pastor Marcus, he was believing God for a job out at the state hospital. <clears throat> he wanted to work out there. So we prayed. And after that, we just thanked God for it. We said, it's mine. We would, we would rejoice. We said, it's yours. We thank you, Father. It's yours. It's already yours. We weren't saying, oh, Lord, oh, Jesus, give me, give Pastor Marcus that job out at the state hospital. Oh, Lord, you know he needs it. You know we need the benefits, Lord. <laughs> you know, you know. He didn't say that. We didn't, we didn't do that because the Bible says you, when you pray, believe that you receive it. Right? So then when the job, job showed up, we didn't need to believe it anymore. We already had it. The believing is for when you can't see it. The believing is for when you can't see it. You don't need to believe it once you have it. Right? Praise the Lord. So we're not waiting for our healing. We're not waiting for the job. We're not waiting for the prosperity. We aren't, the Lord told me this day, that's why I said, you're always learning something new. He reminded me. Because one of my common things that I would say is, oh, I'm believing for it, right? The thing is, is it's future tense. (laughs) I'm standing and believing. Really what you're kind of saying is, I'm a hoping and a wishing that it's going to happen. And when you say, I'm, I'm believing, really, the Lord, in my heart, you know, in my spirit came, that's really not faith. Because you're just kind of hoping, like, wish upon a star. You know, hope it comes to happen. You know, hope it happens. Throw the coin in the fountain. You know, if luck's, luck is on my side. Right? It's all just, you know, whatever will be, will be. So even that, well, I'm believing God for it. No, I have it now. See, because I already prayed. I believe I received. We've already prayed for our building. We've already prayed for it. So I'm not believing God. I'm believing you, Lord. No, we already have our building. We're in it. I'm not believing God for the Porterville outpouring. We are in it. We have it now. We are in it now. Revival starts with us. I said revival starts with us. We can have revival anytime we want. We're not waiting for it to happen. We have it now. It's our job to start seeing. See, God's in our future. He's in your tomorrow. He already went before you and provided it for you. Praise the Lord. I'm trying not to get, a, get ahead of myself. So, we believe we receive the answer the moment we pray. Or the moment you say. Right? There's some things you don't have to. I don't have to pray, God, I need you to be my healer. He's already my healer. So I'm going to say, Lord, I thank you for that healing 
the healing power of God that's working in my body right now. I'm not going to say, Lord, I need, I need you to, you know, I really need a, you to give me a job or I really need more money for Christmas. No, Lord, you're already the provider. He is called the provider, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that sees to it. He sees what we need. He, you know, so I, so I thank God that I already have it. Thank you, Father, for bringing the provision. Thank you, Father, for bringing the right job with the right pay. Thank you, Father, for the favor of God. Thank you, Father, that all the customers I need come. I have them now, right now, right? Because I prayed or I said, I have it the minute I pray, not when it shows up. So when it doesn't, when I don't see it, I don't back off. I don't change my mind. I don't change my words. I don't start talking doubt and unbelief because then I'm being led by my senses instead of by faith. You can be led by faith. You can, you can have Bible faith or you can have that sense, you know, head faith. That's what they call it, where you're moved by the senses, yeah. Yeah. right? Bible faith is believing God and taking him at his word before you actually see the answer, yes. right? Yes. Before you actually see the answer. I don't wait until after my answer is manifested to believe that God heard me. Yes. I prayed. I believed I received it. When I prayed, now I have it. I have it now. So we have to constantly be reminded because we live in a natural world, right? That natural world tries to pull you back into it, tries to pull you back into thinking naturally. Well, I don't see it. He's not showing up. You know, thought I was going to, this was going to happen. It didn't, hasn't happened yet. Uh, 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 what are you doing? You're getting the natural because the Bible says the minute you pray, you believe you received it when you pray. So instead of talking doubt and unbelief, no, I already prayed. It's already mine. I have it now. I'm not going to get into the natural. I'm not going to get into that head faith, right? Yes. Because the world all around us lives in the natural. So they're going to try and pull you. Sometimes it'll be people. Sometimes I said it'll be people. Try to pull you. What do you, what do you, what do you think you can have that? Right? Well, you think that, no, no, no. You know, say negative things about what you already prayed about and took in the Spirit. So you're taking it in the Spirit. It's yours. God already provided it for you. It was sitting on the table. You took it. And then you took it by faith. Now, you may not see the manifestation. You may not see the evidence of it right away. Right? And there will be people. Trust me. Could be your coworkers. Could be whoever. Could be the ones you love most dearly. They don't understand, but that's okay. Yes. You don't have to get in an argument, but you don't allow those words to go inside of you and cause doubt and unbelief, yes. right. right? Because they'll try to make you doubt and try to make you walk by head knowledge. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. That's okay because 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says, walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, I'm not going to walk by my senses. And this world's very sense-oriented. What feels good, what you can see, what you can, you know, taste and touch, and it's real and blah, blah, blah. Right? 
Okay. Jesus said, if you believe you receive, then you'll have it. So believing you receive before you see the answer with your physical eyes is the important thing. You have to believe you receive it before you see it. Okay. When you pray, not the next hour, not the next day, not the next week. When you pray, you believe you receive it and it's done. And then you start thanking God that it's done. You walk around talking like it's done. You praise God that it's done. I don't have to go every day. Okay. When you asked Jesus into your heart, when you received salvation, you went, you said, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart, be the Lord of my life, take my life, do something with it, be my father. Right then and there, you're born again. You've asked Jesus now lives on the inside of you, right? Let's say I do that on Sunday at church. And then Monday, I go into my room, I get on my knees, and I say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. And then comes Tuesday, and I say, Dear Lord Je-. I don't have to say it every day. Because no. I got it the first time I said it. That's right. Yep. I became born again. I don't have to explain how it happened. I don't have to see anything. Some people may not even feel anything. That's okay. I just know. I'm, I'm different. My spirit bears witness with the Lord. It's done. So I'm not going to keep praying for salvation every day because it's done. Right? It's the same way you access anything else you need. Your healing, the job, direction, the spouse, whatever you're, you're, you want from God. Whatever you want. It's the same way. Um, spiritual growth is similar to physical growth. Okay. You won't become perfect in walking by faith overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. Right? No one is born a full-grown adult. It's the same spiritually. Right? We're born babies. Like the famous, the famous, I was born a baby. Right? We were all born babies. It's the same thing in the spirit. You're born when you first come into the knowledge of Jesus. You ask him to come into your life. You, you're a spiritual baby. Mm-hmm. We all started there, but we don't stay there, yeah. right? Um, so it's the same way um, that we don't learn everything overnight. You know, we don't go to kindergarten and then you're, you're going to fifth grade now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You forgot first, second, third, and fourth, right? right? There's, got, there's some time yeah. that I'm going to learn these things every single grade right now if you're like pastor mark and i'm just kidding i was gonna say something about you how you became born again and he just fed on the word fed on the word and listened to and and he grew spiritually but but all of us even him it's it's a process it's a process it happens you know our faith grows okay um so now, people will work really hard in the natural realm, right? So when they go to kindergarten, first, second, third, now they're going into, uh, they graduate high school, and where do they go next? Maybe college, yeah. right? You've got years of learning, years of learning. Now they're going to go to college, and guess what they're going to do? Study, study, study. <laughs> By the time I was at my, I took me, I did five years, and I went to, did I do five? Oh, I actually did six. Time I got to my 
credential program. I'm like, dear Jesus, help me. I just kept seeing the end result, right? But there's a process, and I knew that it was going to take this amount of years to get there, right? Okay. So Christians, <laughs> if we don't meet our spiritual goals, and we're not where we think we should be in a week, we give up. Why do we give up? We shouldn't give up. We should never give up on our faith. We should constantly be developing our faith. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't beat ourselves up at, man, I wish I was in this place, or man, I failed. No, you're just going through first grade. Okay, you're just learning how to read. Give yourself a break. You just learned your phonics in kinder. I think now they're actually reading in kinder, right? Right, okay, and then you're like, second grade, man, I wish I knew my times tables. Okay, back in my day, you didn't learn those till third grade. Right? So there's a process where you're gradually growing. It's the same thing spiritually, right? So if we don't see the evidence of something, it doesn't matter. We know we have it, right. but we don't quit. That's right. You don't quit. You don't quit. When I was going through college, I didn't quit. I'm finishing. I'm getting my degree. Some of you need to say, I'm getting my faith degree. I'm not quitting. I'm moving on. I'm going from glory to glory, from faith to faith. It's a progression. It's not just overnight. Hey, I'm a super faith. I'm faith woman. I'm faith man. You know, it's, it's a progression on a daily basis. So don't beat yourself up. Don't allow the enemy. Well, you should be doing this and you don't know. Devil, you're such a liar. Get out of my face. I mean, you just have to talk to yourself. You know, it's funny to me that people will talk to themselves. They'll, it's called self-talk. Yeah. And they usually will do it negatively. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, my, 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 my. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Uh-huh. And you tell me you don't know how to talk to the devil. You talk to yourself all the time <laughs> negatively. You, you need to tell the devil, get out of my face, yeah. devil. I'm not listening to that anymore. That's right. I'm growing in my faith. I'm going from glory to glory. Amen. I'm going to get where I need yeah. to be. Okay, so we're back to faith. So when... We believe we receive at the time we pray. There may be no evidence. You may not be able to see it. You may not be able to touch it. Right? To hear it, but that makes no difference. Because we're people, we're faith people. And we believe we received it at the time that we prayed. Now, Brother Hagen said this. Some people say they pray and they pray, but things don't get any better in their lives. But when I received healing for my body... Um, Oh, he said this, uh, when I needed healing, I couldn't see it or feel it, but I said it out loud in the room by myself. I believe I received my healing. I believe I receive it. I received it at the time that I prayed. Some of us need to get back. This is going now. I'm going back to the basics here. I'm going back to this is how I grew up. We've got to get back to this place where I believe I receive it when the time that I prayed, I believe I received my healing. It's already mine. I'm walking in it. You could be. You know, there's been times where I was fighting symptoms. It's been a long time, but I would be this coming out this way. And I'm like, as it was, when my kids were little, I remember, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm declaring the word through it all. Because I don't care what my body says. I don't care how my body reacts. Some of us were so focused on the circumstance You're just, you know what you're doing? You're looking at the mountain instead of looking at the answer. Talking the mountain, you're feeling the mountain, you taste the mountain, you hear the mountain. (laughs) 
mountain's talking to you. It's talking. It's talking. Those mountains will speak to you. And you can become so focused on the mountain, you forget about the word (laughs) and what Jesus says. So I here I am, you know, I remember one time the kids were little and I was like, oh man, I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. I could be laying in bed. By his stripes, I'm healed. It doesn't take me long now when symptoms try to hit my body. I may wake up in the morning. There's a little bit of symptoms. I'm like, well, where's my healing? Give me my heal. Where's my healing pamphlet? That healing pamphlet over there. I don't know if there's still any there. If they're gone, oh, well, you better get one. Pastor Nancy comes because I have one in my bathroom. I have one by my bed. I'm reading. I've got it on my iPad. And, and you're not reading your healing verses. You're not putting any healing. There's scriptures. The Bible says his words are life and health to all your flesh, right? So now I've gone to the place where I may be in bed for a few minutes, but I remember, oh, no, oh, no, sick people don't stay in bed. Now, this is where I am in my faith, right? right. Still, I may be in bed for maybe I'll, oh, Lord, I need to put some healing. I'm just going to, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm going to uh, what is, immerse myself in healing right now. So I may spend an hour or two. I'm in bed. I'm, 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 if I can't say it because I'm so sick, right? If I can't say it because the symptoms on my body are telling me I'm sick, I'll turn on some healing, listen to it for a while, and then I'll take out that pamphlet and I just start reading it. By the time I may be starting like this, you know, uh, by his stripes I am healed. By the time I'm done, by the time I'm done with that pamphlet, it may take me like maybe three, four, five minutes. By the time I'm done. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not moved by what I see. What happens? That's that word is healing. It's strength. It's life to me. But you know, you can't just sit around with your mouth shut. You have to believe that you receive it when you pray. When you're saying those scriptures, it's mine. I'm taking it now. The Bible says it's medicine to all my flesh. I'm taking it now. I believe I receive it. People say, are you sick? According to God's word, I'm healed. I don't know how to answer answer them, Pastor. Do you have enough money? Mm. According to God's word, I have more than enough. He's my source. I have a full supply. Right? We got to start talking faith again. We got to start talking faith again. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when you hear the word, you believe it. When you speak the word, you receive it. Did you hear what I just said? When you hear the word, you believe it. When you speak the word, you receive it. When you speak the word, you're operating your faith. Your faith is like a big um, piece of earth moving equipment. Have you seen those big tractors? And once you start speaking, so your faith is like that big tractor. There it is, just sitting there. Everybody has faith. Everybody has a big earth mover. And right there in the back, in your backyard, okay? Just pretend. But spiritually, you do. So you got this big earth mover. There it is. That's your faith. It's sitting there. Why isn't it working? Well, did you get the key? Put it in the ignition? How do you do that? You start speaking. The minute you start speaking, that faith goes to work and starts moving things out of the way. It moves the sickness. It moves the symptoms. It moves the lack out of the way. The minute you open your mouth and you start speaking, and then it puts things in place that ought to be there. But you got to open your mouth. You got to believe it. You got to receive it when you pray. Uh, Brother Hagen said this, we can get to the place where we're praying, 
but we're not really believing and claiming the answer and the promises of God. It's so important to claim what is yours, right? If someone calls you and said, oh, did you know that uh, you've got, uh, you know, $10,000 and someone left it for you? You'd be like, I'll be right there. I want to claim that. I claim that. I, 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 I could use that, right? You're going to go claim that. Well, God has healing for you, prosperity for you. It's not going to just fall on you. You have to claim it. You have to take it. You receive it with your words, right? Okay, there's no fighting. Or struggling when you believe you receive at the time you pray. I'm just fighting. I'm just, it's a struggle. I don't know what's going on. Okay, now you're then you're trying to do it in your own works. You're trying to get it done by your own natural ability. Instead of, I don't have to do nothing but believe. Believe and say. Because I'm not the performer. Who's the performer? God's the performer. I remember, can I tell a story about you and your, your, your grades? Just came to me. <clears throat> Pastor Marcus was, <clears throat> he got born again in, at PC. Him and I met at Porterville College. Woohoo! Porterville College Pirates, yeah! Okay, anyway. <laughs> he calls it Harvard by the Highway. You didn't know they were called the Pirates, did you? They used to have a football team. Yes, they did. Okay, enough of that. We're really more like Spartan fans now. That's just because of Strathmore. Okay, so he was going to college. Him and I were going to college. That's where we met. And he really struggled in the natural in math. He started hearing the word. He started hearing about the word of faith and how you can call things in and how you can speak to that mountain. So I remember he was in a math class. He got his binder. He wrote down a scripture. See, you have to find out what God says about your situation. When you have God's word on it, it's done. I just speak it out of my mouth, and it's done. So he wrote on his binder. I remember he had a big black. It was like in black uh, Sharpie. I have the mind of Christ. That's a scripture. I can do all things through Christ. And I read it before the day before if I did my homework. Yes. You read it out loud. I read it out loud before my homework, before I entered a classroom, before I did a test. Yes, he would confess it. He would say it. Now he's applying. Now he's... Putting his faith in, he's putting the ignition, he's putting the key in. He's going to move those struggles of, you, you're not good at math. Who said that? The devil says that. You, ha- you, you can't do this. You've never been good. He's going to put his faith on the word, what the word says. Turn the ignition when he says, I have the mind of Christ. I can do all things who strengthens me. That means I can even do math. So he starts declaring that. Was that the first semester you ever got a good grade? First time, yeah, yeah. He was great, yeah. He was one point away from an A. First time. Okay, does that happen by accident? No. He got his words in line. He believed it, and he spoke it, and he thanked God. Thank you, Father, it's done. I have the mind of Christ. When the devil comes and lies to you, you better have a scripture on it. Yes. If, you're, if you are, you need something from God, there's a mountain in your way, what's your scripture, right? So he had his scripture, he started saying it. He wasn't fighting He wasn't struggling. He had the word that said, I have the mind of Christ and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, we're not fighting to get an answer. I just, you know, I can't get it. It's like, and and when you get into that mode where you're trying to fight to get an answer, it's like, it seems further and further away. We just believe Mm -hmm. that we have it. It's not a struggle. It's not a struggle. You just believe it, right? 
It's not a struggle when you believe. Um, I'm not hoping for it. Pastor Marcus wasn't hoping that he would get a good grade. He had the word. He put it in his mouth. I'm going to get a good grade now because I've got God's word. I have the mind of Christ. God's going to help me here pass these tests and get through this class. It's not a struggle, right? When I say, Pastor Marcus, can you go get me, uh, go to Chipotle and get me one of those, I don't know what they call them, bowls, right? What's it called? Yeah, one of those burrito bowls, right? Thank you, Indy. Love those burrito bowls, okay? So he gets in the car, and he leaves, right? I know you all want Chipotle now, so you just, their cheese sauce, I know, it's all good. Okay, but come back with me here, and then I'll let you go, okay? Come back with me. Okay, so when he leaves to go get me the bowl at Chipotle, I'm not at my house going, oh, dear God, I hope he brings me the bowl. Oh, I hope he brings me the bowl. I hope he brings it to me. I hope he brings, I hope, I hope. Oh, kids, I hope you hope people. Oh, my gosh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to bring it. I don't know. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that when a loved one tells you, I'm going to go get, pick this up for you. Right? You're not, there's no struggle. He gave me his word. He's going to bring me that Chipotle bowl. So you know what I do at house? Okay, good. I can go do this now. I can go get this done now. See, I'm not focused on the Chipotle bowl. Because I know he's getting it for me. I'm not hoping that he brings it. I'm not wishing. I'm not struggling to believe him. Why do we struggle to believe God for the healing, the prosperity, whatever it is? Because maybe we're hoping and wishing, and we're not really believing God like we should. Because when you believe God, you can go to bed at night. I don't have to worry about it. God's taking care of it. I'm going to get through this. God's on my side. I can go to sleep in peace. I know God is taking care of this situation. Right? So you got to remember the Chipotle bowl. Whatever thing you need, there's no struggle. All I need is God's word on the matter. That's all I need. Right? Didn't the centurion, there was a centurion who came to Jesus in Matthew 8. And he said, Lord, I'll just read it to you because we're going to get ready to close. My servant is lying at home, paralyzed, tormented. And Jesus said to him, oh, I'll come to your house. Oh, he's sick. Your servant's sick. I'll come to your house and pray for him. Right? It says this in Matthew 8, 5. And you know what the centurion said? Oh, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. How many of us, if Jesus said, I'm going to come to your house, I'll bring it to you. You will, Lord. I've always wanted you to come to my house. Yes, come. Right, lay your hands. No, the centurion said, you don't need to come to my house. That's right. Wow. Right there we could just stop, but I'm not going to stop. You don't need to come to my house. He said this, verse 8, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. What was he saying? I just need your word on the matter. I just need your word. I just need your word. And in verse 13, he goes home and his servant, listen to this, was healed that same hour. Amen. The same hour. Amen. The same hour. Sometimes you'll read scriptures where they were healed as they went. Right? But what happened? He said, I just need a word. Just give me your word and it's done. There you go. What word do you have from the scripture that you are, you need in your life? You need it to come to pass. You believe it, 
You say, I believe I received this right now. I believe I received that job. You know how many jobs Pastor Marcus and I have believed God for over the years? Many. That's how we got them. That's how we got into things that we should have never had in the natural. In the natural. Maybe we didn't qualify for. Guess what? Applied anyway. God will get it to you. You believe you receive it when you pray. Amen? How many healings? Olivia had a a tumor on the back of her, I'll close with this, on the back of her um, her ankle. I remember, I was so excited, my first baby. And I got a girl, like a doll. I get to dress her all up, have so much fun, right? Oh, the dress, everything's so cute. And we got the little shoes. And then I realized one day, I looked over on the back of her ankle. She was about, I want to say, maybe eight months, six, I don't know how old she was, six, seven, eight months. She wasn't a year, yeah. And I look, and there's this big bump on the back of her ankle, and I couldn't, she couldn't wear shoes on that foot because it was so, it was in the way. So long story short, we take her to Valley Children's. They said it's a fatty tumor. It's not uh, cancerous, malignant. Take it out. Fine, take it out. Okay? They take it out. She wears, they said it could come back. Uh, that's right. They did say that. Uh, she, she has a cast, like they did it from her leg, all the way up here, all the way down. I have her, like her one year birthday, she has a cast on and it was bent like this. And so when they took it off, her leg was still bent. It was pretty funny. Okay. Everybody gave us dirty looks. Oh yeah. So then one day I'm looking at her and I see she's already got a scar from that tumor, right? That was removed. I look down and I'm like, there's, it's coming back. There it is again. Now, when you have to take your child to Family Valley Children's, oh, it was Seattle. We were lived in Seattle. Seattle Children's Hospital. It's just not fun places to go. You just don't want to go to a hospital. But when it's a kid's hospital, yeah. it's not fun. It was, and to us, we, it was like a major thing to go into a place like that. And you yeah. see all these, you just see. You see the devil that's trying to steal people's lives. Uh-huh. And that tumor came back. And I said, oh, no. I'm not doing this again. Now, this was where my faith was at. I'm not telling you this is where your faith should be, right? Because there was a time our faith was, we need to go to the doctor, have it removed. This time, I'm like, I'm not doing this again. I am not going to put myself through this whole big mess. This time, I'm believing God. This time, I'm going to get my scriptures. I looked up, this was before Google. I think it was before Google. I didn't have a phone. I had a flip phone. You guys don't even know what that is, some of you, okay? Flip phone. I looked up every scripture. If it had to do with a leg, I I wrote it out on my 3x5 cards, and I put it on my mirror. And I would read those scriptures every day. I said, thank you, Father, that that thing is gone. I thank you for that, because I didn't didn't want to do a surgery again on her. She was a baby. And the Lord said, if you believe it, You'll stop looking at it. If you believe she's healed, you'll stop looking to see if it's gone. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. Because I'd be like, I was even looking. You know, you're a mama, right? So I stopped looking. I said, I'm not going to look anymore. She is healed. 
She is healed. I thank you, Father. She's, and I would say those scriptures. I don't know how long it was. I don't even know because I stopped looking at it. Because when I first started, I was always looking. Is it gone? Is it gone? Okay, Lord, you know. No, Lord said, if you believe me, you'll stop looking. Because if it's gone, you're not going to look. If it's gone, you're not going to look. So one day I had Ethan. They were about 19 months apart. I had Ethan. I had him. I was carrying him. And I walked by. No, I think I was in my rocker. I was in the rocker with him. And she came in. She was always trying to hurt Ethan. And all of a sudden, I'm just talking to him. And I just happened to, I wasn't like even trying to look. I just kind of glanced like this. And, and I'm like, it was gone. It was gone. That, that's not, oh, those things just happen. That's right. It was gone. God's word got rid of it. Faith. And believing you receive it at the time you pray. Did I see it go away right away? No. But according to the word, it was done. It was done. It was gone. Called my mom. Mom! Guess what? It's gone! It's completely gone! Hallelujah! You know, we just rejoiced. I tell you, God's word works. God's, don't, don't focus on the mountain. See, I was looking at the mountain. When you look at the mountain, that's all you're going to see is the mountain. You're going to start talking about the mountain. You're going to start feeling the weight of the mountain. You're going to start, you're, the mountain, people are going to see the mountain on your face. You're going to struggle. The Bible says he is the performer. The Bible says in Jeremiah 1.12, he hastens his word to perform it. He's looking, he's watching over his word to perform it in your life. When we get to the place where I'm the believer, He's the performer. Yes, I'm not, I don't have to perform it. Right. He's going to perform it. I just do my part. Right. I say it. I thank God that it's done. Yeah. I don't have to keep looking at the mountain. I command it to go. And then I got my scripture. Hallelujah. And I say, I believe I receive it. It's done now. Not in the future. Now. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad we have answers? I got help tonight. I don't know if you got help, but I got help tonight. Amen. So now, now you have to say, what do I need? What mountain is in my way that's keeping what God has for me? Because the enemy will try and keep. The, the enemy is not going to just let God, let everything that God has for you, just let you have it. That's right. He's going to keep it from you. There's an enemy out there. There's a devil, right? Yeah. We ain't afraid of him. We've got power over him. We can tell him, get out. But you have to have your scripture. Have your scripture. What is it? What do you need? Do you need a house? Do you have your house scripture? Do you need healing? What's your healing scripture? Do you need prosperity? What's your, what's your scripture? Do you need a job? What's your scripture? Do you need a car? What's your scripture? Is there, is there a verse in the Bible for a car? Well, the Bible says that he meets all your needs. Right? Gives you the desires of your heart. Amen. So get your scripture, and then you take it, and you believe you receive it when you Pray, and guess what? It's done. Now you just walk and say, I thank you, Father. And every day, you don't pray again. You just say, I thank you, Father. It's done. I thank you, Father. I have it. I thank you, Father. I'm the healed. I thank you, Father. I have all the money I need for Christmas. Let's stand up. Say that with me. Say, I thank you, Father. I have all the money that I need for Christmas. All the money for my bills. All the money for my home. All the money for my kids. Everything I need, I believe I receive it right now. It's going to be my best Christmas. And my body is healed. My body is strong. 
Say, my body is strong. My marriage is strong. I walk in love. Come on, your faith works by love. Amen. God has it for you now. You just take it. That's one way we just did it right there. You just take it with your words. And every day, thank you, Father. Feels so good to be healed. Feels so good to be healed. Feels so good to have all. You know, the other day I was walking and and uh, I'm trying to watch my words now. I was walking in, um, in the house and there was a bill. And I'm like, oh, Lord. And the Lord's like, you're rich. Why, why, are you, why are you struggling over a bill? Okay. All right, Lord. I'm not going to struggle over that. That's. A need is basic. It's a basic thing. It's, it's taken care of. If you know that God is your provider, he's your source. God, you're my source. And then I said, God, you're my source. You take care of it. I'm not going to worry about that bill. You take care of it. That's, that's peanuts for you. Amen. Whatever it is.